2: Perfect home sweet home.
3: 143 on the clock. First
4: and ten, Pittsburgh down by a point. Landry Jones back to throw from his five over the
1: middle. It. Perfect. Yeah. Interception. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Comes away with a football. Yeah. The Bengals have yeah. the ball with one minute and 36 seconds to go. Yeah. Vontaze Perfect He's sprinting running. toward the locker room, locker room he has run inside the locker room which makes no sense he better come back out before there's a penalty flag
4: David, football. Football, David. the Dave Damaschek football program available
2: on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP
1: now here's your host Dave Damashek.
3: Yes, there he goes, Vontez, Perfect into the bowels of the Bengals' stadium. He can stay there for the first month of the season, as it turns out. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're racked with nerves because soon to come through the door here, Willie McGinnis, who has emerged as a real star here over the last three or four months, but then again, we haven't really talked to him in the last six, eight weeks, so we're excited to to get with uh, with the Browns legend in just a little bit, and also joining him, Sean O'Hara. He toiled for the Cleveland Browns and for the New York football giants. This
4: has to excite one Eddie Spaghetti, eh? I am very excited to hear what uh, Sean has to say. We have a couple good topics here. Hopefully uh, we follow the rundown and we'll see what happens.
3: Yes, we will see. what. I don't know what you've scratched out. I assume some hot uh, current football news. We'll get these guys to react to it. I would rather react to uh, or hear tales from their own playing days. And, uh, and see how they then regard some of these stories in the draft and free agency period in which we currently sit. We'll tap into some stuff. I suspect we'll have fun with them. We'll see, though, if they can rise to the occasion and outdo or even keep pace with James Jones and Reggie Wayne, who joined us earlier in the week. I encourage you, nay. I positively demand you go back and listen to that one. It was a gem. It was a lot of fun, but then it got uncomfortable. Emma VP, did you think it was uncomfortable? Very uncomfortable. Yeah, James Jones. I said some things to him about how I thought Aaron Rodgers – over the course of his career, his pass catchers weren't as good as like Peyton Manning's or whatever. And James Jones, it seemed like he took, took that
4: Yeah, it was weird that in he... a weird
3: way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anywho, so go back and listen to that. Also look at Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff with me because I'm putting up uh, little video segments. And also you can always track down our video segments at NFL.com slash DDFP. And uh, before the fellas get in here, very quickly, I'm excited because the NBA and NHL playoffs are underway. It makes me think maybe we should do something. Start something I started doing about like 11 years ago at ESPN, and I think they still do it somewhere there, on like their .dot com or somewhere. Is uh, they power rank the not just uh, for one sport, but for all of sports? Spaghetti. In this age, we saw Sidney Crosby in game one against the rival Philadelphia Flyers Mm -hmm. put up the hat trick. Two spectacular goals there that really – it's not hyperbole to say he's the only guy in the NHL who could score both those goals in one game. Who, though, right now, if we power ranked, who is the biggest uh, – how should we even call it? The greatest player in this week, in this sports week, how would they rank out? Would it go Crosby – what about Otani
4: of the Angels? I, I that would be my pick just because I mean he's doing something we haven't seen since like the Babe Ruth era of baseball where you're playing, you're pitching, you know, once every five days and you're he's playing DH every. What's game.
3: wrong with everybody? This is what I talk about when I say 21st century is just filled with vapid cynicism for no good reason. What is the? Uh, shouldn't we? Isn't this a discussion that no matter what your age you've talked about? Wouldn't it be cool? if a pitcher were so great a hitter that they just had to put him in the lineup in his off days and vice versa, he's such a good pitcher that you have to start him some of the time. And now it's here and the guy is dominating. And it feels like the opinion of most people is like, "Eh, let's see if he can keep doing it into June. Like, what?
4: Yeah, he yeah his pitching's been phenomenal. Like, oh, well, the, the hitters will figure him out soon enough. Like, I, I I know I'm with you on that. I mean, it happened it happened a few times. CeCe did it with the Brewers a bit. Uh, Dontrell Willis, Mike Hampton, team a few uh, pitchers. Wow, look at were,
3: the Mike Hampton
4: pool there. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, nice to, to come in and pitch hit, But, I mean, what he's doing is it's incredible. I'm actually excited that he plays in Los Angeles or Anaheim.
3: VP remembers that a uh, couple of bucko pitchers, uh, Don Robinson and Rick Roden, were no slouches with the stick either, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, see, she knows. She knew it. Yep. Um. Also, and uh, well, who else? Oh, and LeBron. Is yeah, he going to win mean, the MVP? He's the MVP.
4: In uh, the well, year, right? Russell Westbrook. Westbrook with the triple double. Yeah, every, only player in NBA history to have a triple double two straight uh, in two seasons. So. Yeah. Interesting. So that. So so would it go Russell then LeBron? I know. I, mean, I would. I would. Fictional would, power rankings I would put here. Le, I would still put LeBron. No, no knock on Russ, but I'd put LeBron. Le, LeBron's thirty three years old and is like leading the league and everything. The guy is incredible. All right,
3: listen. Now we've talked about – I think we've satisfactorily discussed things that are going on in other sports. Now it's time for a hardcore deep dive into gridiron, pigskin, pro football. Get in here, McGinnis and O'Hara. you
0: listen listening today.
3: All right, let's roll it then. Let's start the show with two of my very favorites to join us here in Studio 66 any given time. And uh, a guy who's really emerged over the last few months here with the Sheck Republic is one of their favorites. Even though he wore or wore the flying Elvis on the side of his head for way too long. Here he is, everybody. The fourth overall pick from the
1: 19, what was it, 94 draft or 96 Why do we draft? have to bring up old dates and, and go back to the Because I like to do it. 95. Well, it is Throwback Thursday. Right. I posted a picture, throwback too. Throwback Thursday. If you guys have my Instagram account, you'll see the picture I posted with my rookie season with Andre Tippett kind of handing over the throne and Chris Slade, who played on the right side of me, who kind of took me under his wing.
3: What an offense that you think I don't know who David Givens is. Just before we started, you know, I know, I know who Slade. Well, you slayed, talking Hall
1: of Fame, guys. And I know I'm who Tippett saying.
3: is. Tippett, no, do you know Tippett? No, what what of kind of karate does he practice?
1: Uh... I could tell you he studied over in Japan. It wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Ken Kenpo? And
5: Taekwondo.
1: No, I don't know. Yeah, well, he knows a you. lot. He knows the swords and everything. Like he's like a fifty degree black belt. Like he's on a whole nother level. He knows the weapons and everything. He's like it's weird. He's pretty dangerous. Andre
3: Tippett's a little forgotten, you know, that How? because it just because I think Lawrence Taylor, people who who weren't alive or watching football in that era, sort of hold up number 56 of the Giants as the one. But, I mean, he may be ushered in an age of, of those hey. OLBs being dominant pass rushers, but dominant. between Derek Thomas and
1: – And stopper,
5: He was awesome on
1: He was a beast. Wilbur Marshall. You, you guys, put your hands on him.
5: You guys had a scary <laughs> defense. I played. I used to play Madden with you guys. I used to, oh, you did? <laughs> oh, you a, trying um, to say
1: – wow. I used, to play, Thanks, I used to play
5: the video game with you. But, like, is there a better name than Chris Slade? And William McGinnis, like defensive guys, like mm. Chris Slade,
1: Slade, the that, Blade Runner. Like, him Blade, Blade uh, I'm sure
5: you have like a list of all time best football names, but I did, Chris well, Slade it, would definitely be on that list. Dick for Butkus
3: linebacker. and Debrickashaw Ferguson, and you know that's that's pretty much the, those yeah. are the
5: two best. Uh, like Paul Worrell, but Worrell, <laughs> the linebacker. Like just, I mean, there's just I, I love looking at. Them. Let's Let. say hello to
3: him. Here he is, the Trojans and up, uh, Cleveland Browns legend. Here he is. <laughs> Willie McGinnis.
1: He loves doing that.
3: There he is, and uh, and another Cleveland Brown great seated to my immediate left. Yeah, we also. got the dog
1: pound.
5: We have got the dog pound in here. He
3: won a couple of not rings. the original
5: Frank Minifield and Hanford Dixon. I know you know those guys, but
3: <laughs> I, that was my favorite. You know, yeah, when I was growing awesome. up watching football, even though I loved the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was about
5: to say, how was that your favorite?
3: Because I thought they were cool. They, yeah, they that was the height of the dog pound. Yeah, Frank oh. Minifield. and uh,
5: they were they were legendary. And Bernie, I mean Bernie Kosar was lighting up. Uh, they had, he had his own song, "Bernie, Bernie, oh
1: baby." Bernie was a backup oh, you for like fifteen throw. years. Yeah,
5: I don't remember. I don't,
3: don't remember, remember the song? song. No. Oh no.
1: man, yeah. Bernie was, was the man.
3: Oh, I listen. Oh. I remember watching Bernie number twenty or number nineteen. Ernest Beiner, at the Mack, U.
5: Tim yeah. Manoa, fullback.
3: That's right. I that and uh, yeah, those brands. Web, Webster were good. Slaughter. There's, how
5: about a great? Speaking of great football names, Webster Slaughter. You got it. <laughs> I mean that that doesn't I mean, right. Even a super. Kevin Mack Mack for a running back. Mack truck. Truck. Do you just want to do this for the next twenty
3: minutes? (laughs) You can do it. Brian Brennan. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Eric Metcalf. I was going to say Metcalf was the other one. Reggie Newhouse, the beast. Reggie Langhorn.
3: Why do you know so much about that
5: Browns team? I lived in Medina, Ohio, for four years. Is that true? Before I moved to Jersey, you were reared as a Browns fan. No, I was born in I was born in Chicago, so I was
3: a Bears fan growing up. And what era? So you're are you you're not old enough to remember sweetness in his early days. He's an 80s baby, right? my,
5: my, my very first football card, I was number 34 in honor of Walter Payton. I was a running back. I was a fullback. Yeah, what?
1: Back. Okay, fullback. <laughs>
5: they said, "Who are you? who's your favorite players? I said, Walter Payton and Mike Singletary. That's that. my very first football card. I got a button in fifth grade in Pop Warner, you know, that mom used to wear. Mm-hmm. And I that was, was 80 number 34. Um, huh? It's like 80 what? I was fifth grade, so –
1: that was before the championship. Yeah, it was
5: eighty-seven. It was like right probably, after. Yeah, eighty-seven. But I, I would go whenever we would visit my relatives. You know, that's what we'd watch: Notre Dame football on Saturday and the Bears. Do you was remember that? when I had a Jim poster McMahon... of the eighty-five Bears defense on my wall? Otis Wilson, Wilbur Marshall, the fridge, you know, Richard Dent. Getting to meet and hang out and have a cigar with Richard Dent was one of my all-time fans. Oh, I, I bet.
3: Was... I bet. You know, Dan I uh, – Dan
5: Hampton. I mean, th- those guys I upset were...
3: Chicago Bears fans all the time by saying, because I believe this in, in my soul, I think the 85 Bears would have lost to Dan Marino's Dolphins if the Dolphins had vanquished the Patriots in the AFC title game. Oh. They overlooked them. It rained. They didn't get
5: there. Marino, That's... he might not have finished the game. Yeah, but – I mean, those guys were well, Marino,
3: Marino whipped them in, uh, in the Orange Bowl a month prior. You know, yeah. that, the one great QB they played outside of Joe Montana that year was Marino, and Marino had his way with them that night on Monday Night Football. Why wouldn't it happen on the fast track in the uh, in the Superdome? Hey, let's say hello to uh,
5: another guy. Here he is, everybody. A, how
3: many rings do you have? On your uh, another guy.
5: I got one right now. My wedding band. That's you know what I'm getting. Uh, at. That was the hardest one to earn. Don't be difficult. What? Uh one ring, Super Bowl forty two. It wasn't the hardest one there. It sure was, yeah. You had to vanquish Brady and I had to duper. I had to duper. <laughs> Dope. Yeah, we
3: had oh well here they are. And oh, so it's, oh, it's Sean O'Hara, that's who I oh, was. Oh, that's I, my name. That's why I was leaving. I, I,
5: I, I thought I was just a guy. The Scarlet I'm a J- Knight. I'm a I was Jack. saying
3: another guy from yeah. the Cleveland Browns.
5: Another Browns legend. Yes. That's right. <laughs> we didn't you know, we didn't overlap, but we, we share a lot of
3: Willie came in here all fired up right out of the gate because I said, hey, you two, O'Hara and McGinnis, are going to have a lot to live up to after the heat that that, uh, consumed Studio 66. The
5: Irish pub. The Irish pub. Of McGinnis and O'Hare, I,
3: mean, I
1: I, I wouldn't it. want to follow up. Your deeds
3: are well known. You don't you'll have learn, to justify yourself to me. I know what learn you're about capable him of.
1: Pretty soon, you'll you'll <laughs> see his tricks of the trade. I
3: want He's I want you cool. to know, James Jones and Reggie Wayne paid us a visit on our previous uh, DDFP, and I mentioned the James Jones, and I don't I think he took it the wrong way. I said I don't think Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers has had the worst collection of pass catchers for any high end Hall of Fame quarterback ever, and James Jones that didn't sit well with him for some reason. How say you?
1: Weird. It is weird. It's a slap yeah. in the face pretty that's, much. Yeah. I think they had,
3: Should he have been offended? It's yeah. like saying the NFL Network offended. doesn't have any
5: good podcast hosts. Right. <laughs> no, I just said he's uh, – listen. I mean, I said, I mean Matt Money-Smith's pretty good. Daniel Jeremiah and, you know, and, and, and Bucky. Now I know you're lying. Yeah, NFL those guys. Hold Jeremiah. Up. You know what was awesome, actually, when when Nate and, and Mike Robb did the – Oh, yeah. They had they, they had one. that, that was, they
1: were, That's a pretty hot that was, duel.
5: That was dominating the airwaves. You remember that? You remember all two shows that they did? It was (laughs) (laughs) R&B.
3: See, you do have a good memory. But
1: I do agree. You agree with me? No, no, no. I agree that with Sean, of course not you, with Sean, that Jennings, Jordy Nelson, um, Driver, um, uh, Devontae, Adams. Okay. uh, Who's the best one of that group? Who's the best one of that group? Yeah, Cob. you are you, saying these are average like whatever I guys? Say
3: that. Don't say I these said are
1: that. some some of the best I receivers they're good. in the league. they say, say you, James Jones, who was there? And his you know they, yeah. they had some of the best. The receivers. hoodie. Oh, don't forget the tight ends. Yeah, don't forget the tight end I remember portion. Them all.
5: all right, I remember I'm just them saying,
1: all. like you can't say that because the guys. I did say it, and I say it again. Because the guys are not in the Hall of Fame yet, or supposed to be Hall of. None of, of those famers. guys
3: I just that you just listed off are are, are wind up with a gold it jacket. Doesn't matter.
1: There's still some of the best well, receivers. Everybody can't go in the Hall of Fame.
3: I don't. Well, I, I, you, I, don't I don't know what standard that is. Does, I mean, does, does that not make well, you I guess a good not.
1: receiver because you don't go to the Hall of Fame?
3: It means you're not as good as other receivers who do go to the Hall of Fame. There's only right? so
1: many spots for the Hall of Fame. Every all great receivers. All why why really are you receivers. being difficult, Willie? I because mean, I, I think, know you know I'm right he, about this. I think it, he's been blessed with the good core of receivers over his career.
5: Good ones. So, and he's always had a really lot good. a lot of good ones. At which one means time. you spread the ball around. Who's you're had better, Aaron Rodgers or Tom guy.
3: Brady?
1: It's not even close.
3: Tom Brady had uh, first ballot Hall of Famer Randy Moss and, for, and the greatest tight end, end of all time in Rob Gronkowski.
1: Did, what Super Bowl did they win with Randy Moss?
3: Oh, I, I mean, that's not uh, the uh, discussion. Uh, it, that's it, not the discussion. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers
1: won a Super Bowl with those receivers. What, uh, who, that's why we're having that discussion. No, the he, reason – he, he, he won a Super Bowl with those receivers. And and guess who else had those receivers? That's why he's great. Brett Favre had – Half of those receivers.
3: That's right. He also suffered from and he also, less than dominant, you know.
5: They're also different receivers, though. Like, what slot receiver? We just mentioned Randall Cobb, but Aaron Rodgers, what slot receivers did he have? They're different. They're different receivers. Brady's always had, I mean, his slot receivers, well, yeah. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, you look at Amandola. I don't
3: know if Edelman. are different types of receivers. So you, tell me this. Is Edelman a star anywhere he goes? Probably not.
1: That's Wes? a break.
3: If Wes, if, yes. If, if Wes was,
1: doesn't go to. To Peyton,
3: right? Well, he did. Is he a star?
1: Was he a star the three years prior to going to Brady? No,
3: I. I, That's what. No. Those
1: systems make certain players too, right? It's not a knock on him, but I think for him, he found a a particular spot position. They utilized it extremely well. He found his niche and became one of the best receivers. If he would have went to Breeze or like he went to Peyton or maybe Ben. If he didn't go to su- certain quarterbacks to put him in the exact same system, which Denver did, is he the same receiver? In my opinion, no. I'm just looking at your – I'm fascinated by – I don't know how here. to ask this
3: question. This is too big a question to ask you I guys. I thought we were
5: going to talk about this stuff. Like, we'll talk I, I, I about what you've got, I you got a couple of linemen that actually did work on the on Sunday. I know. We talked about. pretty We're, boy we're talking receivers. about Divas. Like you're, letting, you're letting Reggie Wayne and James Jones commandeer this – I don't this, want this that. segment. I don't no. want that for the three. Like, do we talk we about just, the divas enough? I mean, I'm, uh, is anybody else sick and tired of talking about Odell Beckham and 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 Des and all these receivers? Like, we're talking. Well, about wait a, all a second. Now you like, bring up an issue. You got that some guys. You got some about. real men in here. Let's talk some real stuff. I want to ask one, one thing. Food. Since
3: somebody who is you listen, you love your stories about the French fries on the eve of the big games with Eli, and everything. you love that story. I do love it, yeah. and I like we when you ate a. I also like when you consumed a wiener in stall number three at halftime of the NFL game.
1: Do you it know just that didn't Willie? Come out right. right this show just go it didn't hard left Willie <laughs> do you know
3: that about your friend
1: O'Hara? I don't want to know I don't want to know anything know. about him concerning number, number 1 right number 1 who
5: says know? <laughs>
1: No, who says wiener. I will tell you what's
3: which is the misdemeanor and which is the football what, felony. What, what, you're what, did you, what you're did, you pro, watch, <laughs> did
5: you just watch something about Mary? You're a pro football
3: player and <laughs> hey, you're in the, you're in the, in the dirty zone. Have, have you seen
1: my baseball? I got a teammate. Yeah, we who, call it a wiener. we used to tease all the time because I caught him eating pizza in the bathroom stall while he was taking a dump it's the uh, nastiest thing ever you can't, it's the nah, you can't do thing ever. You, you, you can't be you can't I won't be mention doing his work name, and eating work Roman could, Pfeiffer yeah um, but. So, so so just
5: to give you the cliff notes it was, oh, my, it was, no. my, it was my rookie year in Cleveland <laughs> and and I wasn't playing I was like I, I I was dressing but I wasn't even playing I was right. like the seventh man and you know my I, I would get hungry. So at halftime, you come in and you see all the inactive guys, they're over there stuffing their face with the the the, the hot dogs. You don't want sausages. to get in trouble. I, and so I was like, "Man, I'm starving." Like, you know, we didn't have all the Gatorade bars and all the stuff they do now. So I would have the equipment guy go into the bathroom and he would I would I would hang out in the stall. I wasn't eating in stall. Was wasn't in the bathroom. But he would hand me one underneath it and I would just and I would quick okay, eat a hot that's dog different. and sneak out. But well, when, wait a second. But wait. The best part is he gave me like a mustard pack and went down. I spilled mustard on my jersey. So <laughs> I came out of the stall and Chris Palmer was washing his hands. He had just got done. He looks over and I would come out and I got mustard off my <laughs> jersey. And he's looking at he's shaking his head. And I'm like, oh, I'm
1: definitely getting cut tomorrow. That's different. He so, wasn't actually using yeah, but he's the I, facilities. Doing what hosts guy, do. They the guy I play with, played with, with actually using true. the facility.
3: He was sitting down.
5: Sitting down.
3: And eating the, the wiener, Hot dog.
1: Pizza. Hot dog. Can you
5: stop saying that? That's just. If you're the
3: one who did it, It's man. like clickbait. Don't get mad at That's me. That's
5: clickbait right there, eating a wiener. See how. See
3: what how? about your friend Eli? Eli now. What How? What, what? do you think he feels like? We're committed to you. Gettleman says. Oh, you yeah, about an like, Apple? Come on. Listen to me. Eli. Oh. Gettleman says, you're our guy, man. I'm sorry the way it went down at the end of last year. That doesn't happen again under my watch. You're the main man here with the New York football Giants. Oh, yeah, we might also use uh, the second overall pick on uh, your successor. You think he doesn't care? Uh, That doesn't make any sense. If you're you're the Giants, as constructed, why would you possibly wait, not waste, but why are you worried about, 2 3 years down the line when it, you're in win now mode. If you're starting Eli Manning, you by definition are trying to win right now. You're not looking down the line. So why would you then get take a uh uh, uh somebody take Saquon Barkley, take Quentin Nelson, somebody that will help Eli win games in 2018? Yes?
5: So So what was your question? I'm am saying I, I the, how does ask, Eli feel? Like how feel or are you asking me about the job? I'm asking you gonna, does what it What should they do?
3: However you want to answer it.
5: Well, we're just talking you. Let's start off with, with, with if I'm Eli. And you have to say Eli Manning now. All right. Two Eli is on the team. Right. Um, there's a good apple and a bad apple.
3: Do you know that there have been four men in the history of pro football named Eli, and three of them gathered on the same field, Heinz Field, two years ago? Eli Apple, Eli Rogers, and Eli Manning. Put that in your pipe and smoke it.
5: Hmm. Oh, you are full of information. Or put in that your wiener bun and about. chew on
3: it. Either way. Um,
5: I think the one thing that, that – people forget about like what's great about the game is the opportunity to compete. And that's why Eli's still playing the game. That's why Brady's still playing the game. I'll tell you right now, I spent a bunch of time with Eli over the last couple months. The last thing he's worried about is having to compete. So he doesn't care. I I mean, but it doesn't, he want to compete
3: with the best possible roster. He
5: wants to go out and win football games. So, what I'm saying is he, he's not worried about competing for his job or competing if they draft somebody. But that happens that, every
1: single year. They yeah, draft they, players in all of our positions to, to probably – Patriots have drafted to take, quarterbacks. Right, to take, to take your job. They drafted guys and they bought free agents in my position when I was there. All that should do is just motivate you and keep you going, but it happens every single – That would hurt every single feelings. year. The, the
5: one thing that Eli doesn't want to do – Brady doesn't want to do – they don't want to be involved in, hey, look, here's who I think you guys should take it like that. They're staying in their lane. They, they've got enough stuff you to work on. You think so? I don't up. buy they that. don't. I don't, they
1: don't maybe bring, Eli's not that way. You want to bring, bring Eli or Brady in and say, let's help me draft a guy that's going to take your spot.
3: I don't, I don't know whether or not the Colts or here's the Broncos wanted that? that, but do you think Peyton Manning didn't weigh in? Like, hey, you, this you guy would really a be good.
5: Do you think Brady didn't want to keep Wes Welker?
3: I, listen, like, so I,
5: if, he, if he did, I was saying it. You think he would have let – I also think that Drew
3: Brees had something to do with you think Jimmy Graham departing New Orleans, no matter what he says. I, you, you, I think if you're the star of the team, they probably can tell you, hey, different we're going to – a situation.
1: You I think, mean, he wanted to get paid like a receiver. He didn't want to block like he hasn't done since he's been in the league. I There's also, a lot of things that factored I, into that. Can
3: I tell you something else, Sean? Sure. I'm going to tell you what I think happened up at Foxborough. uh-oh. I think that Tom Brady is now talking to anyone who will listen, like, "Hey, this Lamar Jackson's a beast," because he doesn't like the negative press he got for the insinuation that Jimmy Garoppolo had to get moved because Tom didn't want the talented young. You really Reinhardt. think Tom, Tom is spending sure.
5: energy? Do you think he's spending energy? Like, I don't know. Hey, I can either hang out with Giselle and we can watch a show, or you know what? I'm going to really think about how do I kind of get them turning over there, and how do I get? What them do at you the mean? NFL? I mean, of course, Tom like, Brady. That 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 negative energy. You know. Then, what that then does? Fly that ruins right, your you, avocado you, ice cream. Do,
1: do you actually think, do you actually think last year he was the league MVP, the year before he was up for MVP, won the Super Bowl MVP, right? Do you really think that he's worried about anybody coming in at the level he's playing to take his position?
3: No. No, I don't. In 28 Lamar Jackson. No, I think there's zero. Well, I'm just chance saying, even
1: before that. Jimmy Garoppolo when he was there. I don't
3: know. I talked to people who thought even, that Garoppolo even, might actually challenge Even when him. he was
1: even when he was out for four games, when he came back and caught fire and won a Super Bowl. And was the MVP. Do you think he was worried that wow, I don't know. I, I think I, I don't think, want I don't want you know I don't why? want Jimmy G to play. Can I well. tell
3: you what I think on my honest answer to that is I think the 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 one thing that elevates you guys, not just the superhuman physical gifts, but also you come to believe that over a decade or a decade and a half as you're growing up and you're being recruited, and then you get drafted into the pros or you go into the pros.
5: Or undrafted.
3: You then feel very good about where you are. You know you're a dominant athlete. You believe that you belong you believe that you're infallible on some level and so your blind spot you see it more in boxing than you do in football or any other sport but got the blind spot for professional athletes is oh you know what i'm losing it i don't i don't. tom brady's not thinking to himself like hey when's it gonna go for me already here like my my right. everybody else says that oh he, he turned, thinks he's he thinks he he's turned gonna play. 40
1: oh he turned 40 he's gonna have a bad year MVP. He's forty. He's thirty. You know, Tom, Tom has for, always done a great job of creating
5: fuel. Right. Like he creates that fire, and that's why he likes Lamar those, Jackson. Most the of Lamar the Jackson, right. he, why, why is he? Why is he rooting for him? Because he was Lamar Jackson. Lamar is probably going to be this. You know, the sixth quarterback taken in this draft. Guess what? The Brady Six, right? So Brady, he was that guy that. I agree was about the chip. Guys, that, that figure mindset out- and that fuel is what has driven Brady to be a Well,
3: I've here. laughed about it with and, Willie and, that that it's funny that in 25 years, no professional team has won a championship without declaring as soon as it's over, no one outside this locker room believed in us. Like, well, some people believed in you guys, you know, but you uh, f- uh, have a knack for putting a chip on their shoulder. I think Jordan, ha- Brady, and so on. When the entire Seahawks. Success, when, though,
1: were- when you have a lot of. Of success or continued consistent success, I think, and we kind of fell into this. You gotta find different ways sure. to motivate yourself so you don't become complacent. When we when we start feeling good about ourselves, we didn't make the we didn't make the playoffs the next year after the first Super Bowl. You know, it was terrible. It was it, we felt embarrassed, like we didn't know what to do. It was like we never want to feel this again. So I think you gotta constantly find, no matter if you're. 18 and 0, or you're 17, or you got the best team, or you're coming off a couple Super Bowls, you got to reinvent yourself. You got to find different ways to motivate yourself going in. I just think all competitors do that. I think Floyd Mayweather does that. He hasn't lost a fight. He knows he can go in and outbeat or outbox anybody, but going in, what's my motivation going in now? What do I have to do? What is this guy going to say? What are the critics saying? Whatever it is, you gather all that, you put it in a big, a big, Pile and you and, and that's your fuel, and you just go and you and you continue to do it
3: I, I I completely believe that. Although I I mean, like I say, you know, in black and white, it's pretty laughable for uh, I because I specifically remember Dion Branch after the victory over the Eagles in the Super Bowl saying, "No one outside this locker room believed us." Like, all right, man, I think some people believe. Well, you know, why? that the New England that... Patriots dynasty might win. Well, the Well, you Super know Bowl.
1: why? They, a lot of people didn't. Like he was there with the Rams, you know, so he understood that. I think he was there. Was Dan De'Ambrouch on that team? I'm not sure. Yeah. Patton, oh, we Givens. Th- oh, yeah. No, he wasn't there No, he wasn't, there, wasn't yet. there yet. But there's, there's, it, there's like, articles we used to get hung up in our lockers, and people say different things, yeah. and we didn't hear everything else. We just heard what was shoved in our face, and yeah. it was purposely done. Well, look who picked you guys yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Right. Nobody. It and, was per- then, and it was purposely comes- done.
3: Yeah. But by yeah. the way, now, Sean, to answer your question from 11 minutes by ago. By the way, nobody <laughs>
1: picked us to beat the Patriots. <laughs>
3: Do I right. think the undefeated. only people
1: that believe that we could beat the well, 18-0 Patriots? Uh, guess You're who else took room. that identity this year? Philly. Yeah. The, right. They had dog the masks. A team that had the playoffs all come through Philadelphia, had the number one seed. I mean.
3: That's another syndrome <laughs> that Willie and I have addressed. And by the way, I, real. I'd, be,
1: I'd really love to know, are Browns fans upset about the fact that
5: the Birds? kind of really took the dog face by storm. Like they, they, everybody bought wow. into the Sold dog out. faces, but Sold the dog down. pound is like, really? not. You, you have Carson Wentz who I passed up in the draft. That. You win a Super Bowl, and you're doing it with a dog mask. We're the dog pound.
3: You guys are birds. That's all we have is the dog pound, and you're taking that. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> well, Willie and I talked about that, the syndrome that is very real, not just in football, but in all sports. You don't want the curse of Sposta. If you're supposed to win, that puts undue pressure on you. And those 18-0 uh, or whatever they were, Patriots going in against you That's Giants, why sports is great. I know. They were supposed to win. But then again, that's also why – I know underdog stories are fun, and people love when a guy comes out of nowhere to do it. Timmy Smith in the Super Bowl with Doug Williams, and uh, and those guys against the Broncos. I what I admire more than that though is what Tom Brady did against the Seahawks in '49. He's down double digits to the generation's best defense in Car- the vo- carved him up, and he rallies them in yeah. the fourth quarter to win. That's nails. He's supposed to do it. Everybody in the stadium, including Belichick, is like, "Hey, Tom, you got to do it, man." And Tom did it. I think that's the great What's funny is that's they, what – when you can add to your legend they, like that, that's They were something.
5: supposed to lose that game. They were on the one-yard line. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> they weren't
5: supposed to win that one.
3: <laughs> at or that point, no. So, You're really, correct.
5: the Patriots won a Super Bowl. They had no business winning, and then they lost one that they had no but business. But let me losing. tell you something. To and answer your out. question, right.
3: your thing about Eli, like do I really think Eli's sitting around worried about that? He's worried about having a nice life. Then why all the derogatory stuff about Josh Rosen reading books? I don't know if he's committed to football. He's uh, in every waking moment in his life, he's not thinking about pigskin. I don't know if he's right for pro football. Because he's
1: reading books about Wall Street and how to become an investor and all this other stuff. Come
3: on, that's nonsense, right? I'm just
1: saying. People try to talk themselves out of things.
3: Right, but nobody actually – you guys don't actually care about a guy who has interests outside of football, right?
5: No, as long as he's not Uh – as as long as he's not taken away from what we're doing here. Like, I don't want to walk in the locker room and see my quarterback – Painting. Oh, the, pain, yeah, when you're supposed to be watching
1: film. Doing a landscape. I, I, I would, I would if he's tell,
5: not in there on his off day as a quarterback, I don't want you.
1: I would there tell there us, are no off days. We had guys we, – we, we had a certain guy in our locker room who had an opportunity to be our feature back, and he played a significant role in the first Super Bowl in 2001. He made a couple plays. But <clears throat> during the year or years after, he didn't last long there in that locker room he was staying up till four or five in the morning in the studio because he wanted to be a rapper. Hmm. He wanted to be a rapper. He wanted music. He loved music. And I got it. I got the whole thing, but you're not in the weight room. You're not watching film. You're not working on your craft. You're not doing all this, but you get home and you're in the, and you're in the studio trying to rap till four or five in the morning. You got to get up and come to practice. Where's your priority for me? The most important position on the field, which is quarterback, which teams are saying, we the guys that we draft in this draft, these four top five, whatever guys, we're gonna build our future around these guys. If these guys are not a thousand percent in on football, on giving their life away, because that's what you do at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. um, and one thousand percent committing to everything all the nuances that go along with that then yeah I do have a problem with that I I don't think you just have to be like wake up I love football you walk around I want to eat football like I, I I'm not saying that but once once you get in that position like that's pretty much your life mm. Like that, and I life. do
3: sense, you know, it's and easy I, to say, a, "Well, he's with Giselle, and he's got that." But I did feel you like watch Brady Tom is time. Yeah, I feel like Tom is that.
1: Right, he is that. Like in his family, sacrifice. All of our families sacrificed while we played. I know how he worked. I know how I worked, and I did above and beyond. Like it was never enough. I was always trying to create something else mm. to make me better or help me, and it takes away from your family, your kids, everything that you're doing, and. If a guy already is – if there's already reservations about a guy from his coordinators, from his coaches, from people he's played for who are saying he doesn't love it that much, he doesn't put in enough work, the work ethic isn't there, you might have to push him here and there, that's vital information for me. If if I'm going to put my franchise on this kid's shoulders for the next hopefully decade.
3: All right, but we can agree on this much, and that is interesting. The Browns do not have enough goodwill built up with their drafting, especially at quarterback. It's a new Browns, able- It's I, a new Browns. I, I, they should I, take two quarterbacks. It can be
5: unfair. <laughs> take one and one and take one and four. Hey, you know what? That, the to pack. Fight it that. out. Hey, we're gonna, one of them is going to be good. That would be crazy. It's
3: a, like would be like a fantasy No, No, what would be crazy draft, is but... having
5: the chance to draft Carson Wentz and not take him. Or Derek or, Carr. Or Deshaun Watson. Or Derek Carr. Or Derek Carr. Or <laughs> <laughs> golf. That, that would be crazy.
1: Passing
3: that's, up on well, I, I
1: don't know. Go ahead.
3: I mean, but <laughs> but when you hold those guys up, Derek Carr, I really did like coming out of school. But I think that Darnold and probably Rosen I like better than any. Well, I did like Wentz a lot, too. But he had the question coming out of the small school in North Dakota State and all that. Well, Wouldn't so you- does Josh Allen. I, well, that's what I was going to say. You're, if you're the Cleveland Browns and you do things like you miss on Carson Wentz, you don't take him, you miss on Ben Roethlisberger throughout, you have Tim Couch and all these other Look random – the guys bumps. they
1: took first round recently. Right. Manziel, Wheaton, those sure. type of guys. But that's the point. You
3: can't Brady now – You are not – I Whether it's fair or not to uh, to Dorsey and Hugh, you, you as an organization do not have enough goodwill built up to be able to, to roll the dice first overall on a QB. You've got to be able to say – I have more say,
1: respect for Dorsey. I think Dorsey I, – I, in his football acumen, I think he understands and he will get it right.
3: So you think this is a smokescreen?
1: I I don't think it's a smokescreen. I just think I'm looking at what he's done so far, and I think what he's done, what he did in Kansas City, and I think he knows what he's doing. So... You got to respect that. You got to let the football people do that. Like sometimes owners and, oh, that and other hat people want to want to pop in and, and intervene in certain things. But when you have guys that are respectable and that have a track record of doing certain things, you gotta you gotta respect I the think process. The,
5: the Browns are in a great situation right now, though, because at one and four, they're gonna get two studs. Right. I mean. The,
1: the, they should, but if they, they get a should. prospect, even if you close your eyes should. and don't and trade throw back. back, don't trade back, don't do anything, no, don't just stay you're there, right? Get,
5: like you're going to get Barkley in a quarterback. Worst, well, case, worst case, you get Chub in a quarterback,
3: right? Which but is what I would do, and then I, take best I would, available. I wouldn't at the do Chub too. They
5: just got Miles Garrett. I wouldn't do Chubb.
3: But then would, you put you those need, two together and would, dominate no, for a long
5: You need offense. Yeah. You got to score
1: points. Well, they got the off. The Browns have had good They defense bought an the offense. They you got Josh offense. Gordon coming back. You signed Landry. You got Njoku, the, the the receiver you got tight sign. Ten. Yeah, you signed and you signed another tight end. Um you got two running backs, Duke Johnson and you signed Carlos, um Carlos, Carlos, Carlos Hyde. You got weapons. You just need the guy yeah. to get the ball to the weapon. And and, and you know and what? You need a tackle.
3: I I say this, yeah. you know, we talk about these receivers, and that's where the conversation got off the rails with James Jones because he declared that the best trio of wide receivers in 2018 would be the Cleveland Browns, and plus David Njoku, like uh, Willie says. That sounds dangerous to me. I The thing you don't need – the evidence is clear in the 21st century. You don't need to have a dominant number one wide receiver to win the Super Bowl. In fact, very few teams that have won the Super Bowl have a guy you would hold up as one of the three or five best pass catchers in the NFL. That's – you don't need. What you do need, though, is to be able to dominate at the line of scrimmage. Right. You, I know it's unsexy, but it is true that, that when you guys, Willie, really were winning your first three, it was all about that defense. And when you were doing it, you guys were keeping Eli clean on one side. The defense and you just, was tenacious. You guys though. were just rotating that thing. It's the same thing that the Eagles did this year. And now they've beefed up that pass rush even more just yeah. to, at the line of scrimmage. So don't you go, Quentin Nelson, given the evidence. It's a copycat league. Go Nelson and Chubb. Done. Now we got all the skill Nelson, guys. Nelson number one. I don't know, however you want to do it, but whatever. order you want to go in? Wow.
1: So what about Tyrod Taylor? What if he doesn't work out?
3: He's fine. I don't understand you're, why the ongoing, why NFL players. You got to wait another four to five
1: years before the next group of quarterbacks come out like this. There's a long wait before you get another – They good. can't not get a quarterback.
5: Right. I want to hear something from I But I love, I love Quinn Nelson. I, I've met the kid before. He's, Do he's you, an awesome kid. Because people – He's is, a slam dunk.
3: You and I have talked about this, uh, O'Hara. I love talking to you and Ross Tucker about that. I love the pretentious football fan who weighs in on how good an offensive lineman is coming out of school. Like, we don't know. I mean, I talked to – We we know you don't know. I talked to – I know. But you know what? I don't don't feel bad about it because NFL cornerbacks and wide receivers don't know either. Can
1: you back up? You weigh on Ross Tucker to tell you what's a good offensive lineman?
3: Yeah, that's right.
5: (laughs) Oh. Well, listen, Ted Williams couldn't define – You don't like Ross? No, I'm just saying, like –
1: I, don't, you don't have yeah, to I be, think he said he enjoys talking about good –
3: That's right. With, I with, thought you were
1: saying like you, look, you listen to a really good offensive lineman talk about – But he's saying I didn't say only, that. the
5: only time he talks about offensive linemen is when he's talking to Ross Tucker or me. That, yeah, I, don't have, I don't know how to
1: take that yeah, though. I don't have Anthony I, Munoz's I, his
5: phone
3: see, number. See, that's
1: what I'm saying. I I, I sense something there, but
3: – No, listen. Okay. These guys can evaluate. They did it. They And and
1: both of they them They did say, it? One did it.
3: Okay, O'Hara was better. than one did get Tucker on the phone. We better figure this out. I know Ross. I always
1: give him a hard time. He's probably going to hit me up and talk trash. A
5: couple of undrafted guys. You know, he went to Princeton because he couldn't get in Rutgers. But, yeah, I'm not, Russ, Russ was a – he was a scrapper, man. I, it's funny. You, I used to watch film on own. He his has Jewish.
3: great stories about doing oh, stuff after the whistle.
5: He's hilarious.
1: Uh, Ross guess, is an interesting guy.
5: Yeah, I, I love listening to him. Talk, I mean, we talk really should try to get
3: him we on the phone. We should get David Deal
1: on the phone. since we're. That's another one. Let's names. get them all in.
3: <laughs> Let me tell you something. But you can evaluate these guys, and sure. everybody's yeah. swooning for Quentin Nelson as though they know one – Three hundred pound guy from another guy, but you, with your expert eye, you look at him and say, "No way, this guy flames out."
5: No, he's a lock. He, I mean, you plug him in. He's starting week one, and he's going to be your starter at left left guard, or when I mean, he can move to right guard. So why not he could do have that? Played tackle why in college If, if you the for Browns? Teams, take the yeah.
3: sure thing and dominate.
5: You know. Well, they 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 paid Joel Batonio. They gave him a new contract, and they just paid Kevin Zeitler. So that's right. why you don't do it. Just mathematically, got so that. for them, Practical. really, okay, makes the, sense. The the chance really to get a tackle is probably even more pressing for them than it
3: next does. question. You played with the Giants, the Mara family, one of the you know, one of the I don't know how you would describe them. Old money, I guess. Versus, they're uh, like royalty. Yeah, they're they're pigskin royalty with the Roonies sure. and, uh, and, yeah. and and that uh, that gang. Whereas Robert Kraft cuts an interesting figure to me. He's media savvy. He feels more like one of the newer owners. I even guarantee he's been around for quite a this. John Mara does
5: has no idea who Meek Mill is.
3: <laughs> that is an interesting move. And, you know he
1: does why, not, and he doesn't own any but Air you, Force Ones. I get know, it. You know why? Because Rick Ross performed mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl party when they won. So Rick Ross brings Meek Mill, of course, and so. They got it on social media. Meek Mill wants to try on the ring and he's putting on a Super Bowl ring, but he's with Rick Ross. So that's how the relationship
5: I love going. it. I might was it is it Rick in jail too?
1: No. No? Rick is out. Oh, okay. Rick he's out. A, he's what, out. Rick, Rick, Rick has, he was in the hospital for a minute. That's oh, what that's, it was. It was. Yeah, that's he's what was. Okay. So what Bob, about Bob's uh, hanging out with some some company? Listen, man, he's a, he's he's a rock star. He's, he's hanging out with everybody. He, he, you know how cool. that goes. He, he's cool, man. Yeah, he's, he's cool. He's man. having a good time.
3: That's and that leads me to this question. I don't think you necessarily. Pumps. <laughs> need to take a back seat. If I were if I were a billionaire and I owned a professional sports franchise, Jerry Jones is the guy who's probably get or Mark Cuban, one or the other, gets the most sort of pushback on doing this. If I owned a team, I would certainly be in the war room on draft day saying, like, I want this guy.
1: Wouldn't you? Do you resent the? Not, not do you resent the idea of, a, a war, of an owner? You could be in a war room. You don't necessarily have to say, "I want this guy," because you don't. As an I would owner, say,
3: tell me why. Why I'm wrong I'm, that I'm Sam because as the
1: an guy. owner, you don't do you don't do the research and you don't do the work. You rely on your scouts and your coaches and everybody else to do that. So when you're game planning and putting a system in place and all that, I don't think there's an owner unless it's Jerry Jones, like you said, who's more hands-on. Um, you're in there saying, "Hey." You know we got these type of linemen. We got to run these zone type of reads because this fits their skill set and doing all that. You kind of backed off from that. Now, if somebody sends you a tweet, say, "Hey, come and get me," I'm gonna change your franchise around, and you, you, you get, you know, a little whatever, and you itchy, and you, you push the button. That's a different story. But I'm saying typically, owners don't. don't well, do we that.
3: we just put out a new NFL on the very subject of Jerry Jones wanting Johnny Manziel at 16 Are in you the true? draft.
1: Are you sure about that? Is that true, uh, or was he Steven just? Jo- or no. was he just interested? Or I don't know.
3: He... Stephen Jones apparently, per Stephen Jones, had to talk Jerry out of making that pick.
1: Mm. Maybe it's true, I but think I think Jerry's a little smarter than that. I think he may have showed a little interest.
3: I w- so so Robert Kraft never goes to Belichick like I. I'm, no, he's in the media. Bill, no, I no, really no, like this guy. Like, no, no, no. Here, Here's the here's the, the thing.
5: Most owners, I mean, it's all personality driven. But the reason why most owners don't do that is because then you don't have anybody to fire. <laughs> that's a good What point. are you going to do? I mean, if, if you are the one making the call on all these draft picks and they suck, everybody's looking at you. So that's why you have so you certain have some, owners who are
1: yeah, pretty bad, hey, fire them. It didn't work out so well. You're done. Get you. But you got two here. titles, though you're the owner and the GM.
3: No, I'd be I, I doing <laughs> – I mean, that's I mean, what I'm I, saying. He, <laughs> if you can, I would say make a compelling case why we shouldn't take this guy, and it's, I'll listen to you, but I but I, I, Well, watch. you know
1: what? But here's the flip side to that. A lot of people questioned Jerry Jones when he went out and got those linemen. Yeah. That Ray turned Jones. out pretty – And he pretty. doesn't get enough
3: praise for that, Well, I'm that, just right? saying,
1: that turned out pretty yeah. good for the Cowboys.
3: Yeah, that's right. Now, Willie, tell us this. We've been doing this a lot. We started it with Maurice. Maurice Jones-Drew gave us his dramatic – rainbow of emotions, draft day or draft day's tale, and it really is spellbinding stuff. It starts funny, then you start to feel sad, and then it gets funny again, and then it gets sad again, but then he ends up getting drafted and things worked out for him. We've heard this story uh, in an ongoing way, and you talk about chip on the shoulder. Reggie Wayne, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame at some point. He still has a chip on his shoulder. He can reel off for you at the pick and what teams took every receiver in front of him, and he was a first-round guy. He just didn't go high enough for himself by his own own standard it's fascinating now you are the opposite of this you go four or did you uh, did that put a chip on your shoulder did you think you belonged even higher
1: i didn't know and all i had to do was just you know respect and trust in the process that i in the work that i had put in
3: did you you go to radio city musical no Oh, you're, you're I wanted, back here. I
1: wanted to be with my family and friends and have a little party and, and, and bring that in. That was a special. I was the first one in my family to go to college. I mean, that was – Hmm. To graduate from USC and be able to do that. I wanted to share all those experiences with my friends and I and I damn sure wasn't flying everybody to, to New York. So that
3: wasn't that <laughs> Did they so, put a can did the uh, NFL network or ESPN or anybody no. put a NFL camera network here? Wasn't Oh, it didn't even, even exist. Snow, oh, no. yeah, what am I talking hey, about? Hey, look for a stop. decade. Stop. <laughs> Man, it's Willie. <laughs> hey, they,
5: hey, they called up on a house phone <laughs> that actually was connected <laughs> to something. It was like <laughs> and it rang and, and <laughs> did, you have, <laughs> hey, did you
3: have to go like this? <laughs> was there any? NBC back then? Did, <laughs> did one of those uh, two or three networks put a camera in the house? Bill Kuyper
1: was on TV, so it wasn't that old. Bill <laughs> Kuyper was Kuyper been around. <laughs> yeah.
3: It goes so it it starts out the Cincinnati Bungles take Dan Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Do you say you are Big a- Daddy? Big mistake there, Bungles. You should have taken nah, Willie. No, nah. you, don't,
1: you don't think that. The conver- like I said, I never I never had a conversation. I did I did think I was going to Dallas. I had a conver- or or Cleveland, which Belichick was. They had Cleveland had the ninth pick. And Cleveland came in and they did a lot of detailed research, and we had a lot of conversations. And I figured I probably at I probably would go ninth, or if I didn't go ninth, I didn't know.
3: Oh, so this is even surprising for yeah, you? Yeah, it was
1: surprising. But, wow. And so
3: Falk goes two. Then, Heath Schuler goes three. Then closer to the, to
1: the draft, I start having all these conversations with Dallas. Dallas is like, "This is what we're doing. We're drafting you. We're gonna we're gonna trade." Uh, Alvin Harper, to the Rams for that fifth pick, and we're going to take you fifth. So hmm. during my party, I had like three or four guys from from the Cowboys there, representatives, because they wanted to be there when they drafted me. So then I was like –
3: Wow, Man. so they have a 55 in yeah, a bag somewhere. So
1: then I was like, I'm going to Dallas. I had the Dallas hat there on the side, all that. I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to Dallas, fifth pick. They're going to make the trade and all that. Lo and behold, the fourth pick comes and – Bill calls, hey, you ready to be a Patriot? I was like, where's the Patriot?
3: No, I want to be <laughs> Where, on America's team. <laughs> Where, where's the
1: Patriots? Uh, New England? I got to go cold. out of the country? Yeah. Like, I was like, Man, I gotta, get a winter coat <laughs> and a 4x4. Four four. I was like, I got to go out of the country and play football? <laughs> and then that's how it happened.
3: Is that the, I mean, for real? Is that, that your I real exchange you. with Bill
1: Belichick? Like, where's New England? No, I, I came off. No, it wasn't Across the pond? It was Bill Parcells.
3: Oh, it's Parcells. It's Parcells. Oh, the, other, the other bill.
1: Remember the the other other bill, you saw the big show, bill. and uh, I was like, "Where's New?" I gotta go New England. And he was like, "But I knew who Parcells was because Lawrence Taylor was like one of my one wow. of my favorites." So I just knew him from the Giants. Parcells. I wasn't watching New England football. <clears throat> my team was, you know, who I told you it was the Steelers growing up.
5: I'm going to New England, nice. and when you got there too, I mean it's different. Like there was the stadium was to The weight room was this size. Was, I mean it was.
3: <laughs> oh, is dungeon. that right? Oh yeah, the oh, weight room. But was you so never, <clears throat> you never wore the Pat Patriot get-ups except in a yeah. throwback. <clears throat> yeah, throwback. You when you got there, you had the royal <clears throat> blue weird ones. Those pink, yeah.
5: those weird.
1: Yeah, the big, the bledso, big. Yeah. yeah, the big. Yeah.
5: So, you know what's interesting? Like, did you ever did you meet Dan Wilkerson? Did you know him coming out? I know
1: those guys from the Playboy All-American thing that we did. So we you. all went to Arizona. I think they had moved it from Florida to Arizona. So I met, like, Aaron Glenn, him, a lot of the That's what you tough, should be asking about. A lot of guys. The Playboy like part. I met all those that guys playboy. there.
5: Yeah, you should be asking about that team. See, the it difference the is – Was it mansion? Back then, there was no social media.
1: So, like, right.
5: he, he didn't know about – all those guys, and, like, they weren't all keeping up on right. So, it's like you're just You heard about them different. when they were
1: playing, and you had to know about them because that was your competition. For me, the defensive guys, like, I didn't really focus on the offensive guys. I'm like, who am I dealing with? Like, who who who's the elephant? Who's playing my position? Who are the defensive? And, you know, hands down, Big Daddy was the guy coming out. We knew he'd go before any defensive guy. It was just who who after that.
3: That's, it really is interesting because Wilkinson had an okay career, a little bit up and down. Yeah,
1: but not college. He was a monster.
3: No, he definitely yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, I remember he was th- a monster. at the time that it was clear cut yeah. that he was going to go no one overall. No question about it. So fourth overall, and do you have that thing where – I because people make a big deal about it, but I, I think we get uh, – we're we're, we're so cynical. We're such vapid, vapid skeptics and cynics about everything that happens in the 21st century. I still think that moment, when you watch the kid who's 21 and he's got his mom next to him and he's got the family around him, did you feel in that moment, as you're taking the call, hey, you ready to be a New England Patriot, are you thinking like, I did it. You know, I, 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 yeah. I my family's now going to be set. I'm going to be able to take care of everybody. Do you feel that in that moment? Does it hit you?
1: There's a lot of pressure because everybody wants to get drafted a certain position and go high. And I think all the work that you put in, like I put in a lot of work, you know, and I did a lot to put myself in that position. Didn't know. Like I could have been the 15th pick. Who knows? Or I could have been at the bottom of the first. Who knows? My thing is I just wanted to be able to – to get out of where I came from, where I came from um, and be one of the guys that make it. There's a lot of history and guys that, that went through the league at the high school I went to in, from Long Beach. So there's a rich tradition of guys. I just wanted to, to be able to uphold my part and <clears throat> all the other things too, your family and the first to go to college, like all that pressure just kind of like – I just kind of like released. I was just like. By
3: the biased. way, when did you, when did Snoop come into your life? Because is that a coincidence I've been on Snoop that the, since st-
1: youth football since
3: is that you. why you or he is a Steelers fan, or did you agree on that together? No, he was. A, he's Pittsburgh. He wears the penguin sweater in the first time. His
1: Grandmother, I think his grandmother or his somebody in his family was. That's how he became a Steelers fan. But he was, you know, youth football. We was known each other in, from the youth football circuit, and then high school, and then we grew up.
3: O'Hara, now... The dog father. McGinnis one moves the, on the to best. the dog pound, uh, and uh, and you take over for the New York Football Giants. You're on that line now. Brady and company, they're 18 and 0. They're unstoppable. Everybody yeah. says it's a to complete. The Giants are a fine team, but come on, they're not going to beat this team. It's it's a uh, it's 60 minutes away from history for these Patriots. But you and Eli and Tyree and the rest get together and you scuttle these uh, these plans for another celebration in Foxborough and beyond. Tell us about the, and I'm not talking about like ah yeah it was a great play, second by second you know now uh uh um who drops the interception uh, just before uh Asante, Sante Asante uh, Sam- Sam- Sante, uh, Sante Samuel's drops that now you go to the huddle, tell me now walk us through it second by second Willie wasn't even on the team so you're not going to hurt his
1: feelings oh I was a fan
3: I know I, but I, I all was, right you You've made really it very clear that you don't uh, it, you don't ingest that uh, emotion you said I wasn't on the team
1: I was bitter. <laughs> I was, he, I was a, re- he was wearing a I Giants was, hat. I was, I was. I was. I had it cocked to the side with the uh, gi- I was bitter. I was the sitting there. Like, without me, I was sitting at Cleveland like this. Another oh, one. They <laughs> better not go
3: undefeated without me. Wait, I was the That's reason funny. we didn't go undefeated. Yeah. See, a lot. He. Yeah. He had uh, conflicted emotions. You know, okay. you know. It's
5: funny you bring up Asante Samuel. I, I, I don't know if he, I've ever seen him drop an interception. That, that really is true because that and, and, was his specialty. And we literally I'll, – I'll never forget Kevin Gilbride coming in to offensive meetings, and it was when he was in New England. It was when he was in Philly. And he said, look, just don't even look over there. We are not going to mm. even throw in his direction. I mean, Asante Samuel was b- before Sherman and all these corners were, were battling about who the Ty-Law best corners were. Him. Him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was – he was a lock that guy. You didn't even throw his direction. So the fact that we got away with that one, I mean, there was a number of plays. That like Is that the sign? next play? Was that a
1: sign, like, things are going to go in our direction? I
5: mean, it looking back on it, yeah, there's all those plays. You look back, you're like, man, like, literally that play. Ahmad Bradshaw fumbles in exchange with Eli earlier in the in the game, and somehow he punches the ball out and ends up at the bottom of the scrum getting that ball. Like, there's so many things, even just throughout the season, that led to that. So, yeah, that was. I mean, I want to hear was about that it. play. And then, so no, no, I mean, no. The, Okay,
3: so you go to the huddle. Now, talk about what's Eli like in this moment. It's it's fourteen ten. The seconds are ticking away on a miracle finish for the Giants. What's Eli like in the huddle?
5: Yeah, he's the same. You know, I mean, that's what's that's what's remarkable about, about him is. Why does he it, it, command it, it, it the changed.
3: attention of it men? Because he just seems like he's not a super loud guy or real vocal guy. What is it that what's his trick you that know, commands everybody's attention? It's
5: it's funny because most of us, we all have guy friends that you know how to get under the skin and you know how to just, I mean, you know, like it's hard. It's really hard to to, to fluster him. It's, it's hard. I mean, you know, you don't see it in practice. You don't see it on the game. And like, he, he loves that moment. Now, I used to tease him all the time and say, Hey, I love all these great comebacks, but we don't you don't have to throw three <laughs> picks in the first half. You know, like you can make it easy on us. We don't have to rally um, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter. But he just he loves that moment and, and I think he even said in the auto, like, hey guys, look, everybody do your job. We're gonna go down and win this thing. Like, let's you know, which was rare for him. He wasn't a big talker. I mean, it was only his fourth year in the league too. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was I mean, that was a big Good moment. Tell. But it's you know, I think Eli just said, Hey, look, I, I know he knew exactly what he was waiting for. Defensively, they've been pretty vanilla all all game long, and they were were just waiting for us to make the mistake. And that's really – that's how they win a lot of games up in New England. Everybody wants to know what's the science behind this. They're like, you know what, we're not going to beat ourselves. And we're not, we're not going to make it easy on you. We're not going to give you anything. So
3: Willie told me that about five years ago. And, I, I mean, I hang my hat on that, that an offensive coordinator and these millionaire quarterbacks with the big egos are not going to be able to resist for 60 minutes trying to jam one in there, even though they shouldn't. Yeah, they, it, they've got to try to make the hero play, and that's what you guys That was interesting,
1: win. and I, I'll bring that back up when he's done with his story about Eli's brother, Peyton, that mm. Reggie Wayne talked about. Like, he didn't want the – Nicholson, He wanted he wanted the gusto. Yeah. Well like he wanted he wanted, he this wanted to stand. just put it on him. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's going put... all in. I got a pocket <sighs> fours. I'm going all in. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got a pair, but it's not I mean. It was it's not, like he just he hand. just wanted to put his the, his foot on, on defense's neck. It's
3: not enough to win. I want to be the hero in well, this not, victory. Well not not
1: necessarily that, but he just wanted to leave nothing, you know like the comebacks. We got all these comebacks, hmm. right? Like like that. You know, like in the Patriot Atlanta game, you know? Nah, 28 to 5, not enough. We need 40 to 5, then I'll feel good. You know, just that mentality. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, so now you're in the huddle. Eli is feeling confident. You are basking in this reflected confidence. Was that
1: before the holding or after the I holding? I mean, we weren't. I don't know what, <laughs>
5: what
1: talk about. <laughs> I, no, I'm, let's talk about what, what that. What play are we on? What play are we like, on? We're talking uh, about the big one now. I don't, know. Now. I don't the know. First what, down? I don't know. what. I, no, I think, that series.
3: No, it, that
5: series, I don't know. what The, the incompletions. Spaghetti, going look going up that drive. drive.
3: When was that play? Spaghetti is I swooning think behind was, the glass. I think that
5: was second down. So what's crazy about that play, and actually I was breaking it down not too long ago, that play, Steve Smith runs like a wrong route because he's a rookie, and Eli was trying to throw right the up. ball away. But like he he was supposed to break hot because they brought they brought the Sam and he didn't break hot, and Eli was waiting for him to break hot. So he throws that ball and I think he he actually kind of yells at him like you know you know I can't I won't say it here, but he, he gets on Steve Smith a little bit because he didn't break hot or or, or one of the, he and Tyree weren't on the same page. Steve Smith and Tyree that is, and I think Tyree ran the right route, but Steve Smith just didn't break hot, so that got him a little fired up. Um, you know, coming back in the huddle, I remember you know, we weren't I'm not gonna sit here and say we were confident, like, oh yeah, we got this. Like I'm I remember I'm sitting here saying to Snee, Hey man, come help. Like help out <laughs> they are kicking they're they're teeing off on us. They were literally teeing off on me, <clears throat> Soybert and Deal because I had torn my MCL in that week seventeen game, the the regular season game, so I missed the second half in that. So I I couldn't really I, my change of direction I mean I was gimpy. They knew that. Richie Soibert tore his MCL in the NFC Championship game against Green Bay. So both of us were – I mean, you know, I, we didn't know if Richie was going to play in the game. And then Deal was playing left tackle, and Adelius <laughs> Thomas, I mean, they're just teeing off on us. And what they were doing was they were taking Junior Seau, rest his soul, lining him up on Snee, who was our best lineman, and then they were dropping him. So what they were basically saying is they they were holding him. him. They were making him account for Junior Seau, and Mm -hmm. we were going – we went four down – you know, we had the four down guys and Junior Seau. We were locked on them, and the back was on a scan. So Junior would come up like he was rushing, and then on the snap he would drop out. So Chris Snee is standing there eating a sandwich – not doing anything. And we're all over there fighting for our lives. You know, and I used to come over and I'd say, Hey, did junior come? He's like, no, he dropped. I'm like, where were you? Come on. We're getting twists. You know, and I'm in silent count. So I got my head between my off. legs and Jarvis Landry is flipping around. So he would start here. I'd put my head down and he'd go over here. Jarvis green. And I'd come up Jarvis green. And I'd come up, and he's not there. So now he's over here. So I'm yelling at my guards, like, "Hey, you got to talk to me. If they, if he moves, let me know." So I'd come down, and Richard's like, "He's on your right. He's on your right." Chris going, "He's on your left." You know, and this is all going on, you know, at the line. And and sure enough, it was him and Seymour. They were just running nose and twists, on all game long. And I mean, it was, it was, it was miserable to be honest with you. Like we were, they were teeing off on us. Um, so that's what happened on that exact play, that Eli broke the only tackle he's ever Well,
3: played. then Eli, like, yeah, that's the thing I feel like history yeah, was does just, not give you. his was it just
1: a... heart, man. Like, I, did, I didn't know how he got on that either. It was luck.
3: Right. It Is was... that, Yeah, he's rolling and running away. Eli Manning's doing that?
1: Jarvis had him by the jersey, and he
5: kind of just yeah. – He, like, let – like, I think Eli thought he was falling. So, you know, I mean, it's – when you watch it really and you break it down in slow motion, like, Eli thought he was getting sacked, and, and then all of a sudden he just – he let go of the jersey. Hmm. Now – Seymour and I were kind of, I kind of, my hand just kind (laughs) of slid up. Right here, and my instinct was just to squeeze. So I just, <laughs> I had the trachea, and like, and I just was like, squeeze it. I don't, I can't believe I'm giving him a sack of the Super Bowl. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, he got free. And then I'm like, oh no. Like, I, my, everybody asked me, what did you think when Eli threw the ball? I thought I was game game over. I thought he threw an interception. It was why? Late. It was, you, you don't you throw can see late. what
3: he's looking at. No,
5: you don't throw late over, throw the over the it middle. It was like a hail
1: mary. That's like a rule. Oh, and he late, he throws no, it up no. late,
5: and I'm like, he just did he just do that? Like, and I'm watching it. And I'm seeing, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what what just happened? I didn't know who had the ball. I'm just running. I know David Tyree and Harrison come down to the ground, and I'm like, let's go. I'm like, we got to run a play because they're going to challenge it. So we're running up, and I think there was a timeout. I think somebody might have called timeout. I can't remember exactly what happened right there, but Richard thought, Seymour
3: say, "Hey, you're choking me," and you said, "Hey, there's no specific rule in the in the book that says Se- I can't Seymour,
5: choke." Seymour was talking so much trash that whole game. That's he like I'm he was like, yeah. so, what's he say? <clears throat> Man, he, there's a lot of I mean, stuff. I can't. Re- probably, I want to hear. Repeat, I know. I well, I if it's, if it's too
3: them, blue, but. then don't say it. But I'm fascinated by the specifics just, of the trash talk in a big game. Like, uh, I would think you'd be it. too nervous and too in your own head to be bothering talking to the other guy.
1: The nervousness is gone now. Like you're in the moment. it's so. a game. Like you're in the trenches. This not. Yeah. It's not like you're on the outside. Like the DBs and got the trenches are dirty. Like there's a lot of dirty things that happen. Oh yeah. In the trenches, like. And-
5: and stuff and what what's funny too is like everybody watches the ball right so like Hey, you're blocking. You're blocking. Blocking. The ball goes on there. Refs. Everybody's watching where that's going. Nobody's back there watching the elbows <laughs> and the, the 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 ball checks. You know the. the you know I mean. You just you just always your need on each other. Extracurricular for sixty five right. plays. It builds up. Yeah. That so there was so bottom
3: line is so you first of all there was no holding on that play. as Some people no. as haters would have you believe. Yeah. No. The holding. Giants
5: didn't hold no, it was it on that. There, there was some squeezing. <laughs> I clutching like now you know.
3: when you huddle back up. Is Tyree in the huddle again? Um, is he there? And Do you say, what did you just do? And he says, I can't believe I caught that ball. Does he? Do you have that kind of an exchange with him no, on the we field? Don't,
1: we,
5: there's not that much time. Do you realize how like, – No, I know. It, I can't imagine. We, I there, can't, are, there are conversations. Hey, let's just stop. Stop, 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 like, stop. Let's
1: just talk about that yeah. play. Hey, man. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Hey, did you
5: catch it? Did you see it? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't know. happen hey, like that. I don't know. Tweet your buddy. Let's see what <laughs> happened. Like, No, I, honestly, I didn't even see the catch until 4 in the morning. I I'm, I finally get back to my room at 4 a.m. after some Heinekens and we're partying at the hotel, and I turn on ESPN and I see the play and I'm like, holy freaking bleepity bleep. He caught he pinned it against his helmet. So you guys, didn't even, so didn't you even you guys don't this. know in the moment texting. like
3: that is one of the all-time freakiest plays in, no. in pro sports history. Didn't
5: didn't know it. Didn't know Eww. it until I saw the replay. And I don't even think Tyree knew that he had pinned it.
3: And then, and then Plexico shames who in the end zone? He just whipped him. Hobbs. That's what I read right. right. Ellis, Ellis Hobbs. Hobbs he whips him in the end zone. He so you go ahead. It. Game feels over. But then one more thing, Willie. Are you are you out on this? Like well, I can't believe we're going to lose. Or did you think Mate, if anybody can do it, it's we. Brady? And he almost did it. Not we, we. yeah, them. I it's wasn't
1: there. I was watching.
0: You just I was said in a sports bar. Oh I yeah, was you're watching. Cheering. He was yeah. wearing giant yeah, skin. Giants.
3: Get them. Teach him what they're missing. NY hat. Fifty-five would have made sure that this game
1: wasn't even close. I did say that. Born a little out. I did say if I was Jarvis, I would have got that you sack. Got Eli would have got away. You never. I'm like, I, hey. I tease Jarvis about that. Like, dude, how did you let him go? It's Eli. That's a sack game I mean, winner walk off. Like you're the man. Like you've done it before. Yeah. Like postseason sack leader. What's going on? Like out of his grasp. When I saw that happen, I was like, it's not going to end well. Yeah.
3: Well, O'Hara, the one thing that does happen, Brady uncorked. Vrabel.
1: Vrabel too. Vrabel had a shot? Vrabel, no, actually, Vrabel didn't have a shot on that play. But Yeah, Vrabel yeah. wasn't even – he was He was caught up in that clutter. It was a big clutter on that – was the left side? It was yeah. a big clutter of guys, was, like, fighting was, and scratching. It was Jarvis. It was Reed, Seymour. Seymour, and then I think Adelius. Okay. Was Adelius? Adelius, Adelius? No, nah, was he in the game? I don't remember yeah. him, but I do know it was a big clutter of guys. Like It was just a bunch of scrapping and fighting. Mayhem.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, so – and then – but Brady then throws probably about – 65, 70 yards in the air. He throws it with all his might, yeah. and Randy Moss almost gets it. Are you are you aware of that happening oh, yeah. on the we, field or has the celebration were, begun?
5: Actually, there's there's a cool video of it. We, we were sitting on. I've on actually bench. seen you watching. We're it like we're like we gave him too much. There's too much time, and then he launches that deep ball, and I think Corey Webster got like his pinky on it, and I mean that was just enough to knock the ball away. But no, when he unleashed that ball, I thought, oh my gosh, like we're gonna lose this game now, like.
3: Now, that would have really, been the weirdest. It wasn't
5: until Jay Alford sacked... Brady, that we all realized that it was happening.
3: All right, let's wrap it up here. What a great time! Once again, you guys did it. I challenged you to to outperform Wayne we and Jones, and we, you did it. Is we that did, fair? We, we didn't
5: hit any of his top, so topics. What? Don't worry about Why what I you did. have a
3: rundown. He didn't. Hit, I don't think he hit because I'm from the land of Robinsburg. We didn't talk about I the color, man. Color
5: rush jerseys. We didn't get
3: you want a bore. You
5: want boring game planning draft Brady? damashek
3: runs around. Sure. Damashek improvises the whole thing, you know. That's what you want. It's exciting. I see makes... you step in your game. Up. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Hey, uh, real quick here. Um, what? By is, the way, I it... just
5: want to. I'm just noticing that he doesn't have your jersey.
3: Well, Willie's on well the, on, on his way. Willie's been an outstanding performer you don't in 2018.
5: I you earn it. I, I guess you, so. you don't it.
3: just get your I'm jersey not. up there. You got to. Well, you got to earn it. But let so me just tell how, you.
5: So how did they get up there? They, I see some ones on there that are questionable. These
3: are past uh, be, uh, favorite football playing guests. Uh, oh, so what? Are we, so what, so what are we?
5: So what are we? <laughs> right. We're we're not favorite it's, past guests.
3: It's April. You can't win it in April. This man. is all from this year. No, this is the history of the D F P man. I was on
5: last year a lot. Okay. No,
3: you oh, were only on hey, come Ross December. Ross
5: Tucker's on there. That's Ross Tucker. <laughs> is that Ross Tucker? Yeah, <laughs> there
3: it is. Ross Tucker. Calais Campbell's up Ross. there. Malcolm Jenkins, AJ Hawk, Maurice Jones-Drew. Drew? You know what? McGinnis has been an outstanding performer.
1: I mean, this Willie show. should be on there. I mean,
5: don't. The,
3: do, the, all no, right, I'll, I'll handle it. I'll Nicole take care of there. things. I'll see how it happens. Doesn't have
1: anything to do with the team I played for, does it?
3: No, yeah, we'll put the. Uh, we'll, I, I look forward to the day that your brown 55 oh, hangs up on the. Uh, okay. That'll be nice. That works too. Two Browns, and we'll put, my, and maybe we'll put, uh, we'll put O'Hara's up there, but his brown jersey will have uh, some mustard spread on. <laughs> I think I think 60 is
5: going to be retired soon because I think. Uh... I think Otto Graham wore that number too, so it it might go. If it, you might I have, might get my jersey retired. It might. It might you're get, gonna show up at. It, it might be in the state. You're gonna show up, son.
1: Hey, son, that's daddy's jersey right there.
5: Yeah, that's
3: great. You gonna show you, up to the ceremony? Yeah. No, Big you, o, they call me Big O. <laughs> Otto, imagine the imagine the equipment guys. Like oh, I'm here. I heard they're reti- You're retiring 60 today. Yeah. They, they would be sheepish knowing that. I'm mud. showing up. <laughs> you should do that real quick. It's grilled cheese day. What's the best kind of cheese? Oh, oh hair! I start with you.
5: Oh, you know what? The best grilled cheese I ever had was uh, not
3: grilled cheese. I'm just opening it oh, up. Oh, the best top. cheese. Yeah. What's your favorite cheese?
5: Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I love the Parmesan Reggiano, like the chunks. Nice. You know, when you go yeah. to a nice Italian that's so restaurant. New York. And I was gonna say that's to you, so like, New York. I will dominate that. Do like you I'm know like, what I'm I like do? give me one for me and then one for the rest I of people. I take well,
3: the, you know, people shave it down or whatever. Yeah. I just pick up the whole block. I take a, a bite of it. Yeah, no, that's
5: yeah. that's what ah, you're supposed
3: to. That be. means you love it. Yeah. yeah.
5: And I love it the same way. That and then uh my my wife makes this this other kind of cheese. I'm trying like it's called Nebbiolo. It's and, and then she puts honey on it. Huh. And it serves it like kind of like room temperature. It's,
1: wow. it's it's like gooey. Like it's that's phenomenal. A cheese cheese yeah, kind of sores.
5: Yeah, I'm a I'm big on the I love the appetizer. I like the hood cheeses, like, like the love. cheddar
1: cheese. Just put on just hood cheddar cheese. Why just is talking that about, talk? about a a grilled cheese or a pepper jack cheese, you know, just straight out of Ralph's. You know, the little square box. I thought the hood He's was a simple blocks. man. I thought it was
5: nacho cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like the gooey unless I'm eating like, nachos yeah. or something with it.
5: Hey, one other thing. Hey, that's People nacho are,
3: cheese. Our friend Willie McGinnis is sort of the mountain to Deeker's Circe uh, because oh, uh, she makes she, makes, <laughs> she makes pie, did but she's have the villain pie? of the pie-off. Huh? We they don't
1: have a, need you to. We'll do it. We'll do pie-off again. Well, there's a two-person pie-off, two Yes, we're going to do it. Oh, I, yes, I'm her pie this. is amazing.
3: All right, there are other people who make good pie too. Yeah, I, didn't, Guinness, I
5: only had one
3: slice. All right, of pie. but you advocate I, for that, like you know that what the other ones. were. I wasn't I, the
5: only one. I okay. normally don't judge, but when it comes to pies, I'll judge. But
3: Deeker, all of a sudden, you know, little uh, four foot ten Deaker loves to talk stuff as long as the mountain Willie McGinnis is standing oh. behind her, like Cersei in Game of Thrones. Got
1: a lot of supporters.
3: She recently is if she doesn't. She's do more nothing, of an. Ar-
1: she's more of an aria If you're
5: really gonna. I guess yeah, you might be right, Cersei. but either
3: way, she recently stated that The Godfather is overrated. This is an opinion that Cole Wright also
1: The movie? Yes.
3: That the God what's the oh, best no. gangster movie, Willie
1: McGee. Oh no, that's one of my top one of the top. What's That's number one, one? Top Scarface. Scarface one. Scarface over Godfather. Oh, I'm just saying. You said my favorite. Your favorite. With Scarface. Right. All right, I'm I, that, still allowed to debate then, and, you and, on and it. And then I watched Godfather later. I watched Casino. I watched Goodfellas. Good, Goodfellas like, is one of my. Yeah, favorites. there's like that 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 group right there. You could just give me that group, and I could stop there. Goodfellas
5: is really good. Ca- Casino is phenomenal. It is good. Uh, that one is. I mean, Nikki. if it's on, I, I cannot watch it. <laughs> um, I. But it's crazy to say the Godfather. Like the Godfather is, crazy, is right? really good, but like it's It's like how it, it took it. It's back. it's like, still it's to me history. it's a different generation of right. of the gangster movie. You know, like that that one That's right. Like, yeah, old like school. That right. and Carlito's Way and you know, right. I mean Scarface, like those are kinda a little different, the Tony Montanas. And then you've kinda got the the Goodfellas,
1: the 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 Bronx Tale. Um, I like American Cino. gangster. I thought that was a American good American gangster was yeah. really good. See, there's different ones. just depending on when you when you're watching them, you know. Well, Capone. I watched the one on Capone. Um what's the one People
3: forget The Untouchables. That's Untouchables a good gangster That one. Movie. Yeah. That one was so yeah.
1: good. Like that was one of my What like-
3: about The Departed? I liked the department. Yeah, that was too good. much cell phones. That was really good. Too confusing yeah. with the cell phones, but hey, uh, I think Public we covered interview. it all. I think the I think the highlight of this show was when I pointed out that three Elis played in the same game. That was a fascinating detail that you you don't get anywhere else. But I think Willie and uh, and Sean were interesting as, that I, themselves. Is that I'm true? actually
5: just disappointed that you didn't ask me about my draft day. <laughs> he just he just glossed over. That. I, yeah, I mean, it just,
3: that's going to take us quite I mean, some time. Thirty to go minutes the Seven so rounds. of
5: to be <laughs> and were you set? You went fourth overall? Really? Uh, no.
3: Well, we've heard a lot of people. Some tell guys us didn't story. even get
5: drafted. So, of course, you know, I mean, I would have. That
3: when we come back awesome and we do the and we do call. the sixty focused uh, podcast right in front of no, your no, induction,
1: it doesn't need do that. O. It's just a <laughs> big O. big O. <laughs> when, I, when my jersey goes up in the rafters and the dog, then panties. he's going to want to call you and want to have you talk about your draft experience. Yeah. Hey, I'm
3: Emma a- VP, you know what? I, I we usually do wait to do it, but I, I think that they've earned it with their performance today. Put them. Can we get them both put to the digital wall of fame? But I insist that mustard is on O'Hara's jersey, one hundred percent, and I want the yellow kind too. Not, All right. Not so good, so you're gonna put
5: us up in Browns jerseys.
3: Browns not,
4: jerseys, <laughs> yellow right. mustard on your jersey.
5: Perfect.
1: Done. Yellow and brown. <laughs> that's gonna. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna go well. Yeah.
3: Look like the '60s Broncos. Sure. Remember when they wore the ver- vertical stripes on? No, I wasn't
1: born then. All
2: right.
3: Hey, listen. It was a it was a gay time, and Spaghetti loved it because he's a Giants fan, as you know, right? Uh, oh, Spaghetti, was this I mean, a good show?
4: I was sitting like this as uh, Sean was going through like second by se- frame by frame of that. How old every- were you for that? Uh, 2007. I was 15. Ugh. I was in high school, and I remember uh, I remember crying uh, pre catch. And I was like, I cannot go to school if they lose. I'm like, I cannot go see people if they mm. lose this game. Wow. And uh, and I remember that that play. I just could I mean, that whole run of like the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Packers, like, yeah. oh, like that was just that Packers was game so
3: is aesthetically for somebody who loves uniforms and weather and being the game being in the weather. That looked on TV like it could have been 1959. Like it with the freezing and the uniforms and the big billows of smoke and everything. That was that was uh, or uh, you know of your breath in the overtime yeah, and everything. It wasn't that fun. No. <laughs>
5: Tom Copland's still red-faced. No, most uncomfortable game. I've ever been in a game. I, I, I at but, one hurt. At one point, I really didn't care if we won or lost. I just wanted to get to is that that is Is that side. actually yeah. true? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had frostbite on my finger in that game. I, I, it still bothers me.
3: You know, Steve but Mari- yeah, we won. So it's Mariucci's trick, uh, he told me, was that when he was the QB coach at halftime, they would have the quarterback meeting in the sauna. That was, that was his uh, special Yeah, experience. that's
1: good why you're inside, but once you go back outside. What he uh, said was actually to, you would wait, sweat and
3: then you'd go outside and then the sweat would freeze right. and it actually was detrimental. Did,
5: did Mooch take credit for that or was that Brett trying to sweat it out?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right, listen. The great Willie McGinnis, the great Sean O'Hara, watch him on Total Access with the great Dan Helley and Lindsay Rhodes or whoever's hosting it right now. Thanks for coming in, fellas. We appreciate it. Wonderful times. Yep.
5: Where's the food?
3: All right, there's no food this time. What? Not every time we don't lay out food for you. we got to get another food block going, though. Think of a All good right. one. I was we'll told
5: there would be food. All right,
3: listen, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we'll be back next week, the week before the draft, and we head off to Dallas, Texas. You fellas going to be down there?
1: Yep. we will be here. Oh, you'll be here? Yeah, I'll be there.
5: Very good. He's going to be down there. Sending the first Tell him, you were going to draft me. <laughs> 30 years ago. It was Here, me.
3: Where's O'Hare? It's draft week. He's in stall three in the wiener. Hey, we'll talk to you next wow. week. It's been a thin slice Here's of that word again.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
2: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end.